you want to do three days and see if you can maintain consistency and routine. Then you want to do seven days. Then you want to do 14, like process through the process. The end goal is to be fit and live longer, stronger, and look a certain way, be a certain size. Welcome to Rockstar Mindset. My name is Jessica Thompson. I go by Rockstar. I'm an Air Force veteran, an entrepreneur, a mother, and a wife. On this show, I share personal stories and life experiences that will help you bring out your inner rock star. What is a rock star, you ask? A rock star is someone that inspires others and that is a symbol of light in a world full of darkness. If you're looking to level up, and as I say, life better, then this is a show for you. Check it out. And popping on here to share some weight loss tips with my people. I have lost a good bit of weight and kept it off. And it's just my lifestyle now. I'm constantly working on it. And I thought maybe you could use some of these tips or tricks, if you will. So I wanted to do five tips that I use on the daily to help maintain my weight loss of over 100 pounds. This is what works for me and you can either try it for you or you can adjust it to accommodate your lifestyle. So one thing that really keeps me in the normal realm or uh, makes me feel not like I'm watching what I eat or being restricted or having something different than the rest of my family is small plasticware or dinnerware or whatever you want to call it, like bowls and plates and even cups. I don't even drink from giant cups, but uh, one cup little bowls you can get from even like the dollar we can get them anywhere but like measuring bowls like if you're gonna get a scoop of fruit whatever you would measure out for a cup like that's what I eat my cereal out of and things like that because we as a society I feel like do not portion control very well and we do not know what in moderation means and when I say we I mean obviously I'm talking about myself and my family but I also think it applies to society So I use the one cup bowls and I use them for like snacks. Like I said, like cereal, oatmeal, things that I have to be careful with that you can easily overpour or overdo a serving size or have two or three helpings in one sitting because you can't have that much quantity for what you're eating. So anyways, small utensils. I even, you can get a whole kidware set at like Walmart or different places. I have them for each of the Airbnbs and then we have some here, but um, one cup thing little square containers, smaller plates, so that when you put your food on and it's portioned, that it's not a giant plate with a little bit of food on there. And with the gastric bypass and only being able to eat uh, two one ounce cups when I came out of surgery, that was interesting. And it was a struggle to even get the two one ounce cups down my pouch in order to stay in compliance or maintain the use of it as a tool and not allowing me to overeat or slide and um, eat really bad foods, then this portion control helps all the aspects. So anyways, that was like number one of five, um, using smaller utensils, smaller plates, smaller bowls, smaller items that you put your portioned food on. And that way, once you get used to it, like you go to choose the smaller bowls, the smaller portions, and you don't feel like you're missing out. Um, I also uh, will never, ever get off the drink all of your water train or boat or 
journey or whatever you want to say. I do not think that we can ever have enough water. And I think that if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated and that water helps everything. I mean, just like the earth, our body is how much water, our main organ that is exposed as our skin, how much moisturizer can you put on your skin? That's what moisture water is. So we need to hydrate our bodies. So water, 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 when you're hungry, water before you eat water. While you're eating, I do not recommend washing it down with fluids. That is something specific to gastric bypass patients, but I also believe it helps others because what happens when you take a drink while you're eating? You're washing all the things down so it gets further in your stomach so you can fit more food in. If you just eat your food, and chew your food and eat and wait until you're full. Your food is going to make your stomach and your esophagus, everything feel, you know, it's going to be thicker because you're not washing it down. You're not having the fluids. You're going to feel full faster or actually feel the effects of what you're eating and not be over full like we get because we continue shoving the food in. So anyways, water, two out of five. Water is huge. Drink all of the water and then drink some more water and soda, tea, coffee, um, pat, like what whatever the packets that go in the water, those don't count to me. I mean, I know you're getting your fluids in or whatever and yay for you, but I think that there is something to be said about really getting your body pumped full of water. It is magical. It is my favorite thing. I choose it all the time. I love it. Like I love coffee and tea and anybody who knows me, sweet tea and coffee are my favorite beverages other than water. Uh, Number three, preparation and snacks. So preparing, so we're such a busy society that like you go, go, go. You don't take time to stop and eat. I don't take time to stop and eat. Like if your whole day is surrounded around, you know, meal times, then it might be something different for your lifestyle. But if I'm busy doing things, the last thing I'm thinking about is eating. Now I need to feel my body and I will feel the pangs of hunger and, you know, headaches, all the things that come with not fueling your body. But I think snacks and preparing for your day ahead is huge. So I put preparation and snacks again for number three, because I need to work on this. Like all of these that I'm saying to you, I try to work on daily. And so having snacks like a cheese stick or meat stick or veggies cut up or food already separated out, your fruit separated in there, um, little snack bags or protein bars or whatever your snack is, like actually having it prepared and then think about when you're going to have it throughout the day, like 10 and 2. Those are my go-to times. I have sort of a schedule. We function better on a routine and with consistency. I don't care what you say about, no, that's not me, or I do fine, or I, you know, I thrive in chaos. Me too, dude. But when I have consistency and a routine going, I am unstoppable. And so three out of five preparation and snacks and preparation of snacks. Four of five for the weight loss tips and tricks that have helped me keep off a hundred pounds for the last 10 years. Timing. I spoke on this on preparation and snacks all goes together. Time out when you're going to get your protein in, when you're going to have your meals, and when are you going to have your snack. Doesn't have to be exact. You can be flexible. Come on. It is 2023. I get it. However, you need to have some sort of an idea of when you're going to fuel your body. You know to pull over and put gas in your car when your e-light is on or when you're under a quarter of a chain. You should know. Okay, if you wait until your gas light comes on like I do, then you're just asking for trouble. But we need to fuel our bodies as well. You want to keep your clarity all day. You want to keep everything functioning where you don't run out of energy. You don't like why wait? We always put, in my opinion, we put ourselves last. And I think it's important to focus on timing 
and when you're going to deliver your fuel to your body, just like you deliver your fuel everywhere else. When you deliver the fuel at your job, when you deliver your fuel at home. And of course, I'm using fuel as in you're showing up and you're performing the functions that you do at work and the functions that you do at your household. Number five of five, process goals. This is huge. This has helped me tremendously with my weight loss journey of losing and keeping off 100 pounds in the last 10 years. Why do you want to listen to me? I don't know. I think that I have a lot of uh, experience in this realm and that I can be beneficial and maybe helping someone else just getting starting or started or looking for tips or tricks. And so process goals are when, so your end goal is to lose 100 pounds. Great. Super hard to freaking get there. It doesn't happen overnight. I lost 100 pounds the first first year. And then the second year, I continued to lose inches and shrink and shrink and shrink. And I've even gotten much healthier this last year. And it's been 10 years since I've had the weight loss surgery. Process goals are small and measurable and something as simple as I started with getting hydrated. You want to, I want to get 120 ounces in. I'm still out there. I'm getting about 100 ounces a day. But it took me to get 60 and then it took me to get 80 and then it took me to get 90 and 100 and now I'm not 100 ounces of water per day and it was a process to get here. I started on my nutrition, just being mindful, then adding in protein. Now I'm trying to dial in snacks and make make plans so that it coincides with my lifestyle and what I'm doing. And I actually have meals that I like and I can get into a routine and I can keep consistency. I hate starting over. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. So process goals. You want to lose five pounds. You want to judge the way your pants fit. You want to see the way your skin changes from when you're getting in the water. You want to do three days and see if you can maintain consistency and routine. Then you want to do seven days. Then you want to do 14. Like process through the process. The end goal is to be fit and live longer, stronger, and look a certain way, be a certain size, weigh a certain amount, whatever. I'm a against numbers, um, determining our value or worth. I think that the efforts that you put in show your results and that you should measure off of that and not the number on the scale, not the inches, like not the size that you are in. You know, you can compare and compare and compare, but each of us have our own custom, what I call it, swinging weight. My graduated high school at 163. I graduated boot camp at 163. I currently weigh 163. If you look at those over the last 15 years, my body looks very different at all of those weights. And I am more muscular now than I ever have been, at least that I remember even in high school. Of course, lots of things have happened to my body. But anyway, so five tips on weight loss and maintaining a weight loss lifestyle from Rockstar Just Tea. Here you go. Let me know what you think. Please give me a review. If you think anyone else will benefit from this podcast or this episode, please share it, put it in your story, share it on the social platforms. I've done everything organically and I'm really trying to grow and share and reach and help as many people as I can. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you got some value from this episode, would you do me a favor and leave a review? It will help me grow and connect with others and we'll be able to collaborate and change the world together. Um, You can also follow me and connect with me on my other socials. Um, Jessica Baker Thompson on Facebook at Rockstar Mindset JT on Instagram. 
So follow me in all the places. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Rockstar Mindset. Bye.